Kiss. Releases on Border Community, B-Pitch Control, Compact, Boxer, EQ, Precinct Records, and now Trom. Um, how's it all going? Hi, Rob. Yeah, pretty good. Have you ever been to Australia before to play over the time that you've been making music? Never to play, no. Um, we we did get offered a tour years ago, um, but something something went wrong and, and the timings and we couldn't make it work, unfortunately. But... Um, I, I'm actually half Australian. I haven't got the accent for it, but I've got, I've got the passport. Um, so I've been to Australia quite a lot, um, and uh, I've been to Melbourne. That's where you are, yeah? Um, yeah, yeah, we're in Melbourne. Yeah, I've been to Melbourne a fair bit, um, but my, my family's from Sydney, so it's a great place. Oh, yeah, cool. Nice. All right. Um, well, thanks for sending me uh, Lights Out, your, your first album as well. I've been listening to it nonstop for the last week and a half. 
Um, from uh, it's very enjoyable. Listen, sort of, um, but I think it sort of gives me a sense of sort of joy and playfulness. Some songs are quite poppy, um, like sort of early rave music. Was this your intention, or did I just make that all up? <laughs> um, <laughs> do you want to get go on this yeah, one, Reese? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I think um, I think we've always loved, you know, rave and that kind of culture that's kind of you know well certainly why I started I think Ali did too mm. and um and I think you know we've never set out to make kind of records that sound like they're from that you know from that era but I think that's it's just always in there and so you know it just kind of just just kind of comes through hopefully not in a you know like a terrible way but yeah it's always there point of view like was you said playfulness which i think is quite a nice word but yeah. like we talk a lot about how we want our music to be fun like um mm. back when we used to go clubbing a lot more back when <laughs> a bit younger you know like too, too often you'd end up just feeling bored because it would sound like one track for like eight hours whilst the dj proved how perfectly you could mix and always enjoyed mixing things up a bit and uh having a good time not taking yourself too seriously and um yeah we were very like diy when we started out we didn't, yeah. you know, we, um, we didn't really know what we were doing, and I think that kind of, we wanted to um, keep that, you know, wanted to keep that kind of vibe going, um, even though we've been doing it for a while now. Yeah, cool. Uh, were you guys in a good mood when you were making this album, or was it just sort of, sort of, just came out like that? <laughs> yes. Well, sorry, where's you go? <laughs> no, I was gonna say it's weird. It's yeah, I think I think um, you know, we definitely. Uh, no, I think maybe we are. Maybe we are quite positive. I mean, I don't. Know, but, um, I, 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 I wouldn't necessarily say we are, but I mean, um, certainly, um, you know, we we. Um, there's de- I mean, I think there's definitely a range of emotions went into it, but then maybe, yeah, maybe we're like outwardly, we are quite overall, you know, positive. The lockdown, the the it was kind of a lot of it was written during like the various lockdowns, so. Mm. Definitely, it was kind of more like, you know, trying to trying to be positive. <laughs> a lot of it was written in uh, together um, in my old flat where it was pretty small room, just looking out um, across the tower blocks and stuff. And then a lot of it we were talking on Zoom and stuff. So it, it was actually a bit of a, a painful process, a lot of it. But it was more about finally finishing it and getting that sense of satisfaction, I think, for me anyway. Yeah, cool. How long did it take you to um, complete the whole album? Well, some of the tracks were really quick, and then some of them are like those things that you've had lying around for years and years, and then you finally figure out how to actually get it sounding like it is in your head, you know, rather than what it actually sounds like. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's all over, really. Like, from the minute that we said we wanted to write an album rather than just, because we stopped, I'm not sure if you know, Robert, we stopped doing music entirely for quite a long time as a duo, um, yes, and was it was only in the lockdown that we said let's let's try it again. I think, um, mm. and yeah, from from that point, it was all pretty good process actually. Uh, it's obviously taken a long time to come out because of, uh, as uh, as Trump keep reminding me, Adele ruined the record industry in Europe because everyone bought her record on vinyl, and it meant there was like a a huge a huge wait for vinyl production. So you know, we've finished writing the album quite a long time ago now, but it's, it's just delighted that it's actually uh, finally coming out now. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So, yeah, did you think the break 
from working together, making music for, for quite a long time has helped? Yeah, uh, I'd say, yeah, I think so. I think it gives yeah. you like a different yeah, perspective on things. And, mm. um, yeah, you know, I mean, we've always been mates, but um, I think, you know, when you, when you come back together, you just kind of, uh, I don't know, we, we like had like a renewed energy, renewed like enthusiasm for, for doing it. And I, I don't know if you remember, Ali, but... Um, was it, uh, we went to a party like just before. Was it? Was it I can't remember. It was just before lockdown, I can't, whatever it was. I mean, and and it was the first time in ages we'd like um, done some because I played a few records and um, I can't DJ, but I played a few records and mm. um, and uh, you know we just had a bit of fun and and we were like we should do this. This is fun. You know what I mean and. <laughs> yeah, like, um, yeah, because Reese was DJing, it was my birthday party actually. Oh, uh, yeah, I had like a I've got like the basement in the social, which is a really cool place in central London, and um, uh, yeah, and, and Reese was just playing loads of old uh records, and everyone was having a great time. And then he just randomly threw in um, a kind of like half finished MFA record that we'd never got around to doing, uh, and uh, a whole lot of people like ran over to Reese and said, What's this track? This is amazing, and then I said to Reese, We've really got a uh, get back into it because we've got all this stuff you know either like half done or like in our heads and we should just um you know it'd be it'd be a shame if we just if that all just drifted away as like forgotten memories over time yeah 100 percent. well well i'm happy you guys are back as well because i remember <laughs> i first got to know your music and probably a lot of other people did from uh, the, uh james holden's balance cd with the difference it makes where he played that, and obviously that was a, um, a single on Border Community. From I remember, when was that? Was that early two thousands? Was that early two thousand one or two? I can't. I can't remember. Was it around then? Yeah. Yeah, like I actually had to look it up. It was. I think it was. Um, I think Balance came out at the end of two thousand and three, and it was released as a single just after in early two thousand and four. Had to look it up, and made me realise it's basically twenty years ago. Yeah, twenty <laughs> years ago. Like I remember. I remember back then, every DJ around the planet was playing that track, plus the great remixes. How did that make you feel? Am I correct to say that that launched your career? Yeah, because we were we um, we were incredibly lucky. Um, one um, with James putting it on the CD and, and putting it putting out on Border Community, mm. uh, but also just you know we were doing a bit of music. We actually started out doing drum and bass. We had a couple of gigs. We weren't very good. Uh, then we did a couple of gigs with our live kind of like you know whatever you want to call it like techno or electro or poppy type stuff, and you know they're pretty it was pretty hard going, you know, it was kind of stuff where you'd, you'd stand around for hours and you'd get a couple of beers thrown in and then you'd end up spending more on beers than, than <laughs> you know, and then, and then we only did about two or three of those gigs and then suddenly that track came out and then everyone was like, oh, great, come to, you know, play at Berghain, come to play at like Nizza and Barcelona. And so we kind of just went from nothing to having all these amazing gigs um, very quickly and it was it was absolutely fantastic. Didn't realise other DJs were playing. I'd never once heard any of our tracks played, uh, just by coincidence ever. I'd love it if that happened one day, but I still haven't just gone into a club and heard our, one of our tracks being played. I still only ever heard us playing it, apart from once. I remember we played in Lisbon, and the warm-up DJ finished with one of our tracks, which we were planning on starting our live set with, and we were like, "That's a bit aggressive." Um, but that was the only time. So. <laughs> that is that is gold. Well, down down in Melbourne, I remember. I remember everyone was playing it because around then it was sort of. Uh, in Melbourne, sort of dark, sort of progressive 
housey type stuff was playing a lot down here. So I remember Dave Seaman played it. Obviously, James Holden played it. Um, I reckon Digweed played it around that time. That we're getting, uh, I reckon everybody was down. Everybody was down in Melbourne. Yeah, actually, interesting. You mentioned Digweed because he was the first sort of break we ever had. So before we were lucky enough with the difference it makes, we'd written a track Two Billion Year Journey, which came out on an Australian yeah. label, and mm. um, we we just sent that to Digweed. Um, you know, so long ago, we just posted him a CD. And he played it on his Kiss FM show that weekend. Um, and that's how we got it signed, actually, because we, we then descended to some labels and said, Digweed's played this, and then people were interested in it. Um, yeah, so he, it was actually John Digweed who, who gave us that first opportunity, which is really weird, because these days, if you post people CDs, you're not going to get very far on the thought. <laughs> yeah, well, if, maybe now if you do send him a CD, he probably would listen to it, because he'll probably get 5,000 million <laughs> promos. <laughs> yeah. That's true, that's true. All right. Um, what are some of your musical influences or just electronic artists that you like to listen to? Do you want to go first, please? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to rack my brains. <laughs> yes. I always, go, I always go blank when people ask. Yeah. <laughs> I just have like a little yeah, list in my pocket. Um, <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, both of us were very inspired by the KLF, like originally. Um, and that's one of the reasons we call ourselves the OFO because it was like a three-letter acronym, which didn't really make any sense. And um, I still love their music, obviously they're not <laughs> current producers. Um, but listen to a lot of like um, stuff from the nineties. I've been accused by uh, close friends of just getting Spotify just so I can listen to the same twenty tracks on rent the whole time. But I I really like um, uh, a lot of the kind of French music actually, even though like, our music probably doesn't sound anything like it, but uh from early on it was like you no know, daft punk i saw them back in 97 uh in in london and um you know these days people like mr wazo and all of the kind of um french touch and um uh what's it, what's it called ed, ed banger label um we, we we played with dj feeds back in the day and all that kind of stuff and played with dj maddie who unfortunately died and that, that stuff I, just, I used to find really inspirational and amazing and justice obviously we played a few times but um they've they went on to become obviously one of the biggest bands in the world so that that's the kind of stuff i, I listen to a lot and then more recently um just trying to kind of keep my mind open just kind of these days it is very hard to kind of find new music that you like you kind of find lots of individual songs that you like but the discovery process is a bit broken isn't it with streaming and stuff so you end up with like these playlists and you don't really know who's written them or anything about them you just end up with these playlists that you like um and a lot of the time it's uh a lot of the time it's like it's just like someone who's written one track and a lot of the, and some of the time it's like you do hit upon someone's own but yeah anyway i'll stop talking <laughs> sure we've got some people who likes as well yeah i think it's i think it's really hard to find new music on like things like spotify and something that's it's like, you know it's really tough so um i think things like you know I mean, even like Bandcamp is like it's not it's not it's not a bad one for finding, yeah. you know finding new stuff and things like that. But um, um, when we were running the album, we were really lucky. Like um, uh, this guy's now as a friend of ours, um, Andres, whose artist name is Delone, got in touch and said, just out of the blue, we never knew him before, and said, like, I'm a big fan. Do you want to do a a remix for me? And we did a remix for him, which just came out of his track Azaro that came out a couple of months ago. And um, 
and, and I've, I've got a track of his on on the mix for you <laughs> um called katana and like I, you know we're really into his stuff and a lot of the other people we've met um since we started doing music again so um some of the people did the remixes for us um like um for the my desire track that's just come out um no point and harold bjork and um and then um uh, i was listening last night to um jay um who i've completely forgotten his artist name but um i think I've, there's a track of his i'm going to include on the mix for you as well because um that was great uh, and he and he was um he's a, a resident dj at dc10 in ibiza and, and he was kind enough to let us use his studio which is just an amazing farmhouse like in the middle of nowhere in ibiza it was everything that you can possibly imagine wanting and then we were mainly in there just like kind of on our laptop but even so it was, it was it was pretty cool to be able to record our music in such a great location so that was that was brilliant yeah very cool all right well the new single my desire with remixes by delone harold bork no point and aaron hedges is out now did that come out last about last week or two weeks ago yeah yeah beautiful so yeah that, that's that's doing the rounds and all, i love all the remixes too and the original, of course. So um, congrats on that. And the first album, Lights Out, is coming out on the 17th of March on Traum. So congrats on that too. Thank you. Yeah, it feels like it's kind of having a baby or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's finally here. Not that I know what that's like, obviously. That's it. And now if it is like a baby. I'm in trouble with half the population now. <laughs> So now that the first one will be out in the, very soon, uh, will you be making another one? <laughs> well, Reese is very keen to get an EP out quickly. We've got some pretty cool tracks, which are very different yet again. But I'll let Reese talk about that. No, no, well, no, I was going to say, yeah, no, we're, we're definitely keen. I mean, I think, you know, we've, uh, we've definitely got more stuff. So, you know, we just need to, you know, push on, as it were. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's you know, it's like there's the fun bit of writing records, and then there's the you know, the pain in the backside bit of writing records, and you know, it's you've got to do both, unfortunately, to you know get it out of the door. And uh, um, I think we've done the fun bit, and now we need to kind of finish everything off. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, well I'm, I'm looking forward to it. That's cool. Thank you. Thanks for the chat. And for the mix, and um, allowing me to listen to your first album before most people in the world. So thanks for that. That's cool. No worries, and thanks for having us on the show. And uh, yeah, very kind of you to ask us on. No dramas at all. Big fan. All right, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks. Thank you guys, thank you.
<laughs> Kiss.